You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. Uh, I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And that. I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the, watched the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. Martin Houston Show being broadcast on Facebook on Tide 100.9. Martin Houston Live, XLNO Sports, and several other Facebook outlets, as well as Tide, uh, I mean, Martin Houston Live on YouTube and at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. We're live, local, and ready to get things rolling right here. want to invite you to get in on the conversation on the Alabama One Hotline, on the Alabama One Hotline at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline open for business this morning. Going to be open all morning long for you to get in on the conversation. And uh, also want to invite you, if you are viewing on one of the social media outlets, uh, please feel free to add in uh, your chat in the conversation there uh, as well. And we're working into uh, the conversation. Remember that this is the day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, X. How you guys doing? Good morning. Doing well. How about yourself? Doing well. Doing well. A couple quick things around uh, the football world. Uh, uh, of course, Alabama and Gonzaga uh, set to uh, get things going uh, in, in 2022. 20, uh, so uh, December 17th uh, in Birmingham. Um do you wish that game was here in Tuscaloosa? Uh, or are you just excited that Alabama has the Gonzaga coming to the state? Uh, I mean, it's cool that they're coming here regardless. But, of course, you know, getting in Coleman Coliseum, that true home crowd feel, you can't beat things like that. You know, it's kind of like when Alabama used to play all their big games and football up at Legion Field. I was great. It was cool. You got to see all these teams come here, but it's nothing better than getting that team in Tuscaloosa and Bryant Denny. Yep. Uh, Joe, any, any excitement? And I'll throw you another uh, caveat to that question. Uh, when you look at uh, Gonzaga, um, did that, did that victory, do you think help the team last year or hurt the team uh, in terms of its growth? Oh uh, well, yes, I'm definitely excited to have it. Uh, ha- have them come to the state, and technically they're coming because uh, to pay off last year's game uh, where we played in neutral Seattle. So now they'll play in neutral Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I I think the win helped the team. I mean, it certainly helped the helped the program as as uh 
as a whole because you beat you know you beat the number one team in the country. You keep people's names in your mouth, and while it might have uh, created some expectations for the rest of the year that the team did not live up to, I absolutely think it was a, a good thing for the program and and, and and probably a helpful thing for the players. Uh, for us this year, helpful for the players that had experience uh, hanging with a top top level team and winning against a top level team. Yeah, and I think the key word you put, you put in there, Joe. Uh, is that I think it was very helpful for the program uh, last year, meaning that that until the wheels completely fell off at the end, it got us street cred with recruits, I think. Um, and, and, and it kept us in with uh, a, a lot of recruits that, that, you know, had we not had that type of win and a couple of other wins early in the season with the way the season ended, I don't think it, it – it would have been a, a great recruiting class. Uh, uh, we wouldn't have closed and picked up this year the same way. Uh, and for a program, I think you need those types of wins. So I think without that a doubt, without a doubt. And then I also think to the point, I think it helped some of the individual players. I think it, it, um, it will pay dividends because they know they can win now, those players that are returning. Uh, and Last but definitely not least, I think it got us as fans so hyped <laughs> that we probably didn't recognize just how good uh, the, the guys we lost really were. Uh, I, I think uh, now in retro, uh, are we looking back and going, uh, it's not quite that easy to replace uh, Petty and and uh, Jones and, and some of those other guys. I think we, we kind of had that wake up call. Uh, that uh, Nate Oates' job was a little harder than we thought last year, especially with the way Herb Jones finished out his uh, first year in the NBA. Got oh, man. Yeah, Herb being you know, uh, an all-rookie guy, even though coming out of the second round, you, you really saw how much of a leader and how uh, he was that, that, uh, that hard hat type guy. And that was missing from last year's team. And, of course, Petty, even though he was inconsistent at times, he was always known to hit a big three in games to keep it close or to put Bama out in front. Yeah. Petty had some inconsistent moments, but this team was uh, inconsistent shooters. Uh, and, and and then, of course, you didn't have that consistent intensity uh, that, I, like I said, Herb Jones. We thought we were going to have it early. And we – I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We did have it early. We did have it early, right, guys? I mean, would y'all agree? We had that early. We just didn't have enough leadership to sustain it when you got into the grind of the SEC tournament, uh, you know, playing a tough game Tuesday and then turn around and playing a tough game Saturday and then another tough one on, you know, Tuesday. But, you know, we just couldn't maintain it. Uh, and that comes from leadership, maturity, and, uh, and, and, we, and, and enough depth. So we'll – See if Nate Oates is ready to get that going. But with that said, we got we're gonna have some recruiting coming up with um, uh, Hank South two four seven Sports uh, coming up uh, in the third quarter. He'll kick off the second half for us. Uh, but until then, let's talk a little Alabama football. A uh, little deal, no deal for you guys. Uh, uh, I, I'll comment, but I'm gonna kind of throw out the questions today uh, to to see. What you you guys going and and we hey if we don't get to it we'll kick kick all of it down the can down the road uh, uh, as we move throughout this week but uh, first question um, right off the bat Joe and I laughed about this ex before you came on uh, joined us that uh, I have not even thought about this has not said it out loud had not thought about it but uh, we have the Terminator of course. Um, on one side, and then we have Dallas Turner on the other side. Is it, it, he could be referred to as DT two You know, everybody always says DT DT DT, but we're always thinking about um, uh, Will Will Anderson when we say that. But Dallas Turner showed well as a true freshman. So, with that said, does the combo of the Terminator in DT 2.0 exceed Derek Thomas's sack record with 30 plus sacks this year 
and 45 TFLs, tackles for a loss. I'm going to go deal. I'm going to go deal. Uh, when you when you look at what Will Anderson was able to do last year and then Dallas coming on late once he finally got into the groove of things, uh, I don't know how you can consistently block both of these guys. And, and, that, and that's the kicker. And then, you know, all the talks of having a, situ, uh, a package where Chris Braswell, who if he was – anywhere else in the country would be getting talked about in this at a higher level than he is uh, coming in. There's no way you can consistently block DT or Will, but especially with Braswell on the field, you're going to be able to get uh, those guys a lot of one-on-one opportunities. So I feel like you'll see maybe, maybe uh, Will's numbers drop slightly. 15 sacks, but I can definitely see Dallas getting 12 to 13 sacks himself and then put them right around that number to uh, at least. Will go, now, now, see, that's the thing. If Will goes down to 15, Dallas has to get 15. I said 30 plus. Oh, 30 plus? 30 plus. 30 plus. <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go deal. I'll still go deal. We're, we're <laughs> in such a passing era at that's this right. point. Uh, you know, <laughs> And if Alabama's able to do what they've been able to do, we'll be putting a lot of teams in situations where they have to throw the ball early and often. So yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go thirty plus sacks between the two of them, and I'll go. I mean, Will had thirty four tackles for a loss himself last year, so he can afford to go down a little bit if Dallas picks up on that. So yeah, they, they'll definitely get to that number or exceed it by a good bit. Joe. Oh, uh, I'll mm, I'll go no deal just because just to uh, because the thirty plus I mean you said thirty between the two of them, uh, but uh, you know you throw Chris Braswell in there, they're definitely clearing that thirty number. Uh, we'll say what uh, I, I you know I think I think Will Anderson will probably hit up right around his seventeen that he got last year, uh, and so and and Dallas Turner, not that he's going to have a poor season at all. I think he'll probably hit ten or eleven. I think it would, the, the two of them will come in at twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah. Now think about what we're saying right there. <laughs> we're saying that two of the best defensive linemen, I mean defensive outside linebackers, that probably are projecting to be top five picks if they both keep projecting in a past happy era we're thinking uh they might match Derek Thomas's number for a second but is that not the craziest thing I I think that I think I'm gonna say deal guys because I think that you're gonna see um well let me let me let me put a conditional thing if our offense is 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 as good as it's been if our offense falls off and we're not scoring as many points and things like that, and we're not making teams chase us early and we're more methodical uh, with the run game and things like that, we may not be forcing teams to go to their passing game as early and as often as we did. But if, if we see that happen this year, I think they blow it out of the water. Um, and, and, and I also think that, there's, there was times last year when, when they took Will Anderson off the field. I don't think that's going to happen this year. I think Will Anderson, they're going to drop him down, and then they're going to have Braswell and um, Turner on the outside, and then you're going to have a, a, a guard uh, in space trying to, trying to block Will Anderson um, on obvious passing situations. Uh, uh, and, and I think that's going to give him a, get him a couple. I also think you have to add into the fact that now you you don't have a choice, guys. Who, who, where, where are you going to run away from? Will Anderson got 17-plus sacks last year when they were running toward Dallas Turner. So that did bump up Dallas's numbers. Uh, this year, I think they're both coming off the edge with uh, wild abandonment. So it's going to be and, interesting to watch. Go ahead. And, and, and one last point. Alabama repeats, makes it back to the national championship game. That's a combined two sacks a game between the two of them. Yeah. So and you and you know there's gonna be games where Will has two and a half, three by himself, where Dallas has, you know, two two sacks by himself, 
So that makes that number a little bit more realistic when you look at it from that standpoint. They have 15 games if Alabama runs the table to get 30 sacks. Yeah, and what's the name said that Curtis Moore, his second, said he's going deal just because of the schedule. So uh, he thinks that the schedule is going to help them too, that we're not going to have as many tough tackles, I guess, out there uh, for the to block those guys. So we'll we'll get the break here, come back on the other side. We, we have – uh, a couple more deal, no deal questions uh, for you guys. Uh, more conversation in regards to deal, no deal right here on the Martin Houston Show. Don't forget, we're going to have some recruiting with Hank South, 247 Sports, coming up in the second half. Alabama won. Hey, today's the day uh, that Alabama won. Uh, Credit Union has their Alabama won Aspire Foundation Community, uh, one community golf tournament. Uh, at Old Colony, we want to thank everybody out there that's listening that support Alabama One, but also that are supporting uh, the golf tournament. Uh, Going to have some great celebrities out there from the University of Alabama, former gymnasts, former football players, former baseball players, uh, current Alabama players out there uh, meeting, greeting, and putting and helping out. So we want to thank everybody involved with this. going to be a big day helping us do what we do. If you want to find out more about what Alabama One Aspire Foundation is doing, uh, go to alabamaonefoundation.org. More conversation right here on the Martin Houston Show around Deal No Deal. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns and Nissan Traffic Center, everything pretty quiet as we start our Thursday morning. No wrecks or problems reported on the roadways. If you do see conditions, of course, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Get a lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles at no extra cost. From towns and Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky partially sunny today. A few spots could see a passing shower or a thunderstorm, especially this afternoon or this evening. The high today, 88. The low tonight, 63. Tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a few showers around. Maybe a strong storm. The high, 89. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 71 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at Southmark markdesign.com interact with the martin houston show by calling us at 205-342-9904 tuning into the martin houston show on facebook Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Thanks to the great folks over at Taco Casa. Taco Casa, quality taste value on the biggest cactus in town. Go check them out for lunch and or dinner. Um, I, I don't know if you like, like for me, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to trying to drop some weight. So uh, I, I like the burrito, but I don't need the rice. So I've started getting a Sancho which is uh, someone said, what's the difference? I said, it's a taco and a burrito shell. <laughs> so I uh, love, love those things. So go check them out. And of course, uh, the taco salad, chimalupa, as they call it, uh, beef or chicken uh, is uh, a great choice as well. And of course, uh, if you're going to lose weight, you got to, you got to skip the, uh, the uh, Taco Casa Sweet Tea, but if you love sweet tea, it's the best in town. Taco Casa quality taste value under the biggest cactus in town. All right, let's get things going uh, once again. Um, we got got a couple callers, and I'm assuming they're wanting to comment on the previous conversation. Uh, so let's bring in Greg from Alabaster. You're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, you were talking about deal, no deal, uh, about the sack total and tackle for losses. I'm going to yeah. take deal because – as good of a season as, as Will had, 
we kind of forget there was basically three games he was hurt, you know, with his leg. And there was two of those games he basically got no pressure at all because he couldn't push off that one leg. Yeah, I would say he had three games where it was obvious to us and probably had one or two more um, uh, impacted by the game he got hurt in um, and that that one week, that fourth game post him getting injured. I would say he probably had had probably about five games impacted by that leg. So you bring, bring up a great point, Greg. Uh, he may have got to that 20 mark on his own had he been healthy all season. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, he lost every bit of explosion he had. I mean, he was just basically standing in space and and hoping that they just kind of ran right at him and he didn't have to really, you know, stretch that leg out. Yeah, great point. Great point. So, uh, got anything else for us? I'm just still curious how the offensive line is going to shake out. But, uh, you know, Did you- uh, from your interviews, I am very intrigued at how far this line will come because of – uh, the statements of the difference of the coaching. I'm yeah, and that's, what, that's what I was going to ask you. Did you hear the interviews? So, yeah, the, that, that kind of gets you excited. A couple things gets me excited is they talked about the leadership. They talked about the mindset and the attitude of dominance. And did you get to hear th- those same guys talk on Ryan Fowler's show? Yes, I did. So did, I, did I'm, you- I'm, I'm excited because everything you said, the leadership, the maturity – um, that that they the lessons that they took from last year of uh, you know like Evan Neal and others you know showing them how to prepare and now they yeah. know now they kind of understand what they're getting into. Yeah, a- absolutely, uh, great point, Greg, and we'll we'll continue to continue to watch that, and maybe we can get back with these guys at some point later on in the season and see how things are going. Thanks, uh, Greg. We appreciate you being part Thanks, of the, the show, man. All right. Hey, hey, real quick, guys, before we go to the next caller, you know, we hadn't talked, we didn't get, we didn't talk much about Tim Smith. Tim Smith said something that, that I don't think we didn't see, we definitely didn't see it in the spring game, I don't think. But remember, Tim Smith talked about how difficult it is for the middle of the line to get to the quarterback with this group. Remember him talking about that? I was like, hmm. And, and, and potentially, we didn't have two guys in there. Any thoughts on that before we bring in the next caller? No, I mean, that, that is a pretty good point when you look at, yeah, Cor- is it going to be Seth McLaughlin or Darian Dalcourt because Dalcourt is out having Iki or who might be the uh, best lineman we have coming back. Uh, so if they're struggling with the guys that are going to be the backups, I, I like what I'm hearing. Yep. So, all right. And let's go to Curtis Lewis. Curtis Lewis, you're in on the Alabama Hotline, Alabama One Hotline with Martin Houston and Xavier on the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, uh, boys. You say you're trying to lose weight, but you, you still go on Taco Costa, huh? Good luck with well, that. Well, hey, hey, listen. <laughs> hey, 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 listen. It, hey, I, I have figured out uh, that it's about quantity. I've actually dropped uh, almost 30 pounds in the last couple of months, so. Uh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm gonna go ahead and keep going, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, the, hey, the wife is still in town, though, right? Huh? The wife is in town, though, right? During the time you dropped this weight, it ain't because anything other than the fact she's not cooking. No, you no, dropped no, the wife weight. Is in town. The wife is okay, in that's town. good. Hey, that's good. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen. Uh, I've been meaning to tell you. Next time you go out and catch some of them big fish, you be hanging up on your uh, social media. You need to let somebody know, man. <laughs> yes, you be surprised how many people get, just get mad at me for putting them fish back in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I had an old lady who I did not even know sitting on the bank curse me, slap out for putting that fish back in the water. <laughs> around so, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 uh, no. Is 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 your? I know you call it. Is your Twitter handle uh, based on the fact that you love football and bass fishing? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly I, 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 I had not, I had not picked up on that till the other day when you had that fish holding it up and going first one of the season. I said, hold on, foot bass one. I said, yeah, he, 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 must, he, he, he has his two loves combined in, into one. So, but anyway, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but Curtis, the other part, like I said, then you notice how I ended that. I, I, I said you, you can't you can't chase it with that sweet tea from Taco Casa though. <laughs> oh Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my crush too. <laughs> All right, hey, what'd you call about, man? Yeah, um, I had a couple observations I've seen during the week here, but one, um, one was the fact that I'm so thankful that our girls did not make it to the World Series in softball because I would not want to see them get clubbed by Oklahoma like Oklahoma's clubbing all these other teams. I mean, they just beat them like baby seals. It's, yeah, it's, okay. it's almost heartbreaking <laughs> when they're they, just going through them they people. Seem to be, they, they seem to be uh... – uh, kind of the Alabama juggernaut uh, this year that, that's clearly out in front of everybody else. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're definitely head and shoulders above. And another thing that I saw, um, I saw a workout of DJ Fletcher or DJ Dale. Um, mm-hmm. They did an individual workout. And I it just made my teeth hurt. I'm like, what in the world am I looking at? <laughs> because... Yeah. It didn't, it didn't inspire me. It didn't get me like you usually see somebody do an individual workout. It makes you feel hopeful for the upcoming season. But watching DJ Dale, I was just wondering how in the world you still got a how do you still have a uniform? Did you <laughs> did you hear what Tim Smith said though? Did you hear Tim yeah, Smith? I heard Tim Smith interview. Isn't yeah, that- yeah, but I think he blowing smoke. <laughs> I don't buy that. Well, he didn't say he was better than him. He said he works hard. So that may be yeah. the reason he's out there, man. No, but that may, I mean, just because, you, you, just because that, you work hard don't mean it always translates to being the best on the field, but it can translate to making everybody else better. And that's all yeah. he said. I mean, yeah. what he yeah. said, the way he said it was, that's my dude. He's my closest relationship. And, and the way he worked has made all of us other young guys realize how hard we have to work. So so he didn't say that he 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 didn't say like like when he when you ask him about the running back room, remember he said, Man, oh, that's the best group. Those guys are gonna ball out. He didn't say that about Dale. He just said what his work Working. ethic is teaching them. So, so DJ Dale's leadership may actually help his team play play more, and may end up costing him reps. Uh, Curtis, I think it just makes everybody's teeth hurt. That's the only thing I can see out of that. DJ Dale, that is not inspiring watching him work out. Well, hey, listen, I, I, I had a deal no deal question. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it to you and let these guys respond. Well, uh, on, your, on that deal, no deal, I have to say no deal on that. Uh, on, 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 the, on the sacks? On oh, the sacks, yeah. Because you know, it's no, like, is, Does DJ Dale have a breakout season? Breakout of what? He can't break out of a paper bag. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I have to get ready to go to break, Curtis. What else you got for us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just saying that normally guys' sack totals go up. It's, it's a it's a cumulative effort. The defensive line has got to do their job. And all mm-hmm. for those linebackers who are studs now to be able to get those sacks. And I just don't see that middle, just like Tim was saying in his interview, they're having a hard time getting through in the middle. Well, you're having a hard time getting through in the middle. I know you want to make it sound like our sales are doing such a great job, but that don't look very good on you. At all, so I just think it has to be a, a cumulative effect for that sack to go up, and that, I just think the defensive line has got to come to play this year, but they didn't yeah. come to play last year. And, and I, I'll let these guys respond real quick, but I will say that he said that they're having a hard time getting to getting to the sack, but he did say they were able to push the pocket, um, and so if, if they can push that pocket and don't give the gaps. The biggest, the worst thing that can happen is if those two guys, uh, Dallas Turner and Will, get up the field and our offensive, I mean, defensive line, as you said, gets stagnated, it creates an yeah. escape lane for the quarterback to his right and his left. And and if that's the case, if we're oh, not yeah. getting pushed, I don't care if the defensive line gets sacked, as long as they move the pocket back two to three yards. That's what well, they have yeah, to do. Well, yeah, that'll. 
I don't care about them getting sacked. I just need them to keep their keep their linemen in that back off of our linebackers. Yep. That's my main yep. thing. Keep those guys yep. off the line. Keep your linebackers clean. Yep. Be my yep. my biggest thing on that. And I still see Jaheim Motors his tape and uh, since he's lost like fifty six pounds, fifty nine pounds at this point. Who is that, that? kid? Is Jaheim Motors? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That yep. kid. Oh my goodness. He looks like an yep. entirely different ball player. Yep. <laughs> He does. And he's still a big boy. <laughs> yeah, he's still a big boy. He's coming he want to lose 13 more pounds. I'm like, what are you going to do, cut off half your head? <laughs> you <can't. Yeah. laughs> that kid is real. I mean, he said, yeah. I need to put his transfer papers in right now. Just put him on in. <laughs> oh, wow, dog. <laughs> just put him in. <laughs> I, I, Curtis, I, I, this Go is just an opinion. I think we had a, a run of guys at that at that nose guard nose tackle position that were freak athletes you had Quentin williams you had deron Payne. yeah but if you go back and look at the guys before the two of them they were dj dale they they weren't getting a lot of tackles they weren't making a lot of plays but they made it easier on everybody else in the middle and on and on the outside they they didn't have big Zell numbers, doesn't do that. But they just did enough to make everybody else's job easy. Well, Zell doesn't do that, though, because Zell doesn't hold his gap. But every time you look Toe, around, Toe, Zell Toe, is Toe, Toe, more speed. But then you look at Toe Toe. Toe Toe is our first 100-plus tackle guy since Ruben Foster. Yeah, and Toe Toe can't cover a sheet in a high wind. He, <laughs> he, but he, but he, I'm, he, I'm not talking about coverage. Hey. Hey guys, guys, hold on, hold on. We, 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 I, I, you, you, we'll have to pick up this conversation. That's what I love about this show is it's a rolling show, so we can pick back up on that. But uh, I don't want uh, Hank to walk out the house, uh, uh, you know. Uh, so we, we got to get the break here. But Curtis, thank, thank, thanks for bringing that that angle to the show. And um, hey, keep catching them and releasing. I guess uh, so. Uh, we appreciate you, man. All right, appreciate it, Mark. Y'all have a good one. You have a good one. All right, come back on the other side. We'll catch up with Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back in to the Martin Houston Show. It's uh, now time for us to bring in 
Hank South, 247 Sports Bama Online Recruiting Guru. Good morning, Hank. You're in on the Alabama One Hotline with Martin and X. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, glad, man. Glad to have you back. Uh, missed you last week, but we appreciate you taking one for the team. As uh, we we were we were making history last week, uh, Hank. Um, first time ever interviewing a current player. Uh, on the roster on the station. So we appreciate very you, cool. uh, as I said, yeah. taking one. Do it now? I was saying very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it was, man. It was totally different and uh, still close enough to the recruiting process that they remember the recruiting process and, and all of that. And uh, just just it was a great angle, neat angle, but uh, I definitely uh, want to get back on the recruiting trail with you. Um, when it comes to uh, Bama um, uh, weekend recruiting weekend coming up. Um, I know of at least one name on that list. Uh, uh, Wilkin uh, Formby uh, of Northridge um, is uh, going to be visiting um, uh, Alabama uh, coming off of a visit to Oklahoma last week. But tell us about who else may be um, coming in this weekend for Alabama. If you have that list. Yeah, it's going to be a, a pretty loaded weekend. Um, heavy on the offensive line. You just mentioned Wilkin Formby. Um, he, along with a couple five-star offensive linemen, uh, and Caden Proctor and Francis Maui Goa, um, two, num- the numbers one and two tackles in the country, um, are expected in. Then, of course, Wilkin. And then um, another big offensive line target in Alas Alinen, um from Connecticut, who's originally from Finland. Um, so four of Bama's top offensive line targets all on campus at the same time. Um, the headliner visit, obviously, in terms of uh, ranking, is Arch Manning, number one player in the country. He's still set to be on campus um, for his official visit. Um, you know, obviously, Bama has Eli Holstein on board. Um, but as we learned last weekend, uh, officially, you know, we've been talking about it, but um, we, we heard um, – Dylan Lonergan, the, the other quarterback um, Bim is recruiting, he said Saban told him they want to take two quarterbacks. So we've officially heard it from Nick Saban, sort of, through another recruit, uh, um, that, that Bama wants to take two quarterbacks in this class. So, um, you know, if Arch Manning wants to join up with Eli Holstein, I, I think Bama would be thrilled. Um, I still don't expect that to happen. <laughs> I, I think he's going to end right. up to Georgia or Texas. But, you know, we'll see. He's taking this visit. Um, I, I guess crazier things have happened in recruiting. But, um, yeah, so he's the big visitor. Those offensive linemen I just mentioned. Um, two other five stars, uh, casually, and Anthony Hill, who's the number one linebacker in the country from um, Denton Ryan, Texas, where uh, Drew Sanders played. Um, so Bama, Bama is in it with him. And then Richard Young, the, the five-star running back from Florida, who's been on campus. This will be, I think, his third visit this, this year so far. Um, and Bama looks to be in good shape there. Uh, a few other guys, Jacoby Johnson, who's a really impressive um, athlete out of Oklahoma, 6'3", 183. He'll be on campus. Bama offered him a few weeks back, or I think earlier this year. And then um, Raul Aguirre, who's a uh, four-star linebacker from Georgia, really, really talented kid. Uh, he took, I believe, a visit earlier this spring as well, but um, another guy that Bama offered earlier this year that's getting on campus for his official visit. So I think in all nine, nine official visitors. Um, so pretty busy weekend on that front. Um, I think it'll be the busy, busiest one we'll see this summer. Yeah. And, and Wilkin is, is uh, coming in on a weekend. You said Wilkin being a local kid and kid that I, I coached for a couple of years or, or was on the coaching staff on the team he played on for the last couple of years. Um, I saw him yesterday and this kid uh, I mean, this young man is reshaping his body. He's always had a six eight frame, but he is filling that thing out. So uh, I know Northridge is excited because I got excited seeing him. And uh, you know, sometimes you 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 see kids grow up and you miss the transformation of them becoming that that you know that that superstar. Uh, but but seeing that young man, I've not had him in a while. I don't know how much better he's going to be, but I can tell he's put in the work. So uh, excited about about that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, he's big time. Um, 
I know Bama really thinks highly of him, and especially in a class when you know they're like like I said, they're in the middle of the recruiting recruitments for you know Francis Maligoa, who's the number one tackle from IMG Academy, and then Caden Proctor, who's from Iowa. So um, you know he he he's uh, certainly very highly thought thought of. Hey, how you doing this morning, Hank? Hey, good. How are you, man? Doing good. Uh, been a while since I've gotten to talk to you, but uh, when we're looking at this class, and you said Al from Dylan Long again that we're going to take two quarterbacks, what makes you think Alabama was a little hesitant on Christopher Venza from uh, Briarwood if if they're planning on taking two? If that's true, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm I'm not totally sure because um, you know obviously Ben has seen him. Uh, he's just down the road in, in Birmingham. Um, they've been able to evaluate him. Um, in person, at least at his school, but um, you know, I it, it just he never he didn't come back to throw this year um, for for in person camp, um, and, and you know, I, I, obviously that's not you know probably the, the biggest hurdle, um, but I, I guess Bama just you know I don't I don't have an exact reason for why they never made made a move for him. Um, I think you know obviously they they love Eli Holstein, they love Arch Manning, they really like Dylan Lonergan. Um, so maybe they felt more comfortable and, you know, maybe it was a situation where they knew if they did offer, uh, Christopher Vizina that they'd be more than likely get him. Um, but, you know, it's a good question. And, you know, he's not going to throw now. He's committed to Clemson. Clemson commits aren't allowed to take visits elsewhere. So, um, I guess it's just one of those situations where, you know, they, they were happier with, with other guys that they'd been recruiting a little bit longer. So, um, but yeah, that's a good question. I'm not, not totally sure why they never, uh, fully went after um, Christopher Vizina must have been just, you know, felt more comfortable with the other guys. Okay. And when you look at the the running back class, you mentioned Richard Young, but Cedric Baxter out of Edgewater, he seems to really be falling in love with Alabama. Of course, for people that don't know, he's high school teammates with Chris uh, Leary, who's here now. So is, is that uh, Christian Leary? Does that help us land uh, Baxter, uh, or do you think he'll end up somewhere else? Yeah, yeah, it seems like he's really starting to trend towards Alabama a lot more. He didn't have um, Alabama in his top group a few months back, and then now I, I saw one report from, I think, on three saying Bama is his leader now. Um, so certainly made up some <laughs> ground with him. Uh, and, and, yeah, you know, I, I think you know having a guy like Christian Leary on campus, having that familiarity, I think that helps. A lot of the times with kids, you know, um, just, you know, having that familiar face, uh, I don't think that'll be the, the main factor in, in his decision. But, um, no, yeah, I, I think, you know, Bama has a pretty good sh- chance for him. I, in my mock class earlier this year um, in February, before he ever did top group or anything like that, uh, I included him just because, you know, that, that Edgewater connection, obviously Bama recruits Florida pretty much better than most programs, including a lot of the schools in Florida. Um, they, they seem to have you know the the right formula there for for laying the top kid, and obviously you know have that that um, that running back development um, you know resume for for them going as well. So I think they have a good chance for him. Um, I think it'd still be a long way to go. Like I said, you know he went from not having Bama in his top group to now Bama is the top school. So you know I could probably envision a few more twists and turns for him, but um, certainly good things right now for for Alabama and Cedric Baxter. All right, speaking with Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting. Uh, Hank, we got a call. Uh, Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show on Alabama Hotline with uh, 247 Sports, uh, Bama Online Recruiting Guru. Hank South, what you got for us? Good morning, fellas. Y'all talked about everything but a cornerback, and that's what I want to talk about is a cornerback or safety, and specifically safety. Uh uh, Hank, uh, Caleb Downs, Derek, uh, Derek Williams out of uh, New Iberia. But I like uh, a kid out of Selma, Alabama, Dakari Nelson. Uh, Dakari is about six foot three. He's one of the bigger, uh, safeties available. Uh, and I saw him as, as a, I mean, he just looked like a true athlete the day I saw him, uh, play, uh, uh, the one game that I've seen of Selma. And, um, what do you think about uh, Nelson out of uh, Selma, Alabama, compared to uh, the uh, Smith out of uh, Mumford, Alabama? And I mean, about who, which one is Alabama 
really, really focus them on other than Caleb Downs? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think Nelson's a really talented kid. I think from what I've heard, you know, Bim obviously hasn't offered him yet. They haven't, you know, really made a move on him yet. Um, I've heard, you know, questionable speed. I guess you know they, they weren't happy with or not not happy, but you know I think that's the one thing to be holding them back in terms of uh, in terms of making a move on him. Same thing with Sylvester Smith. I think I think uh, he was more lacking in size. Obviously, Nelson isn't lacking in the size department, but. Um, uh, I think that was kind of maybe size and speed for, for those two guys in terms of him and not not going going in for him. Uh, but you know, obviously, yeah, Caleb Downs, massive target. Um, he'll be on campus next weekend, the seventeenth, for uh, his official visit. Um, Derek Williams seems to be a kid that that's really high on Alabama as well. The five star safety from Louisiana you mentioned, and then there's other safeties you know that they're really high on and in pretty good shape for as well. You know, Makari Vickers, the the four star safety from uh, Tallahassee, that's you know, I, I think Bama's probably in the driver's seat for him. Former teammates with Terry and Arnold, and Peyton Bowen. We saw the Notre Dame commit take an official, or not an official, but take a visit down to Alabama last week. Um, he's committed to Notre Dame, but you know, still talking to Alabama. So, you know, a few guys ahead of those two. Uh, maybe Bama eventually uh, circles back on them. I, I, uh, I don't think they're in a huge rush with where they sit with, like you mentioned, Caleb Downs and uh, and these other guys. But um, yeah, those those kids are talented. I think it's just you know maybe want to. But want to see okay. a little bit more from both of them. Okay. All right. Well, what I saw out of Derek Nelson was that he had a nose for the football. Sometimes uh, speed can be made up when you have football knowledge, and the kid just seemed to be everywhere the ball was. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's a really he, he's got a good offer list for a reason. I think you know, and another guy that you know, Bama could certainly make a move on later down the road. Gotcha. All right, first of all, thanks for the information, fellas. Y'all doing a fantastic job today. Thank you. Thanks, Pat. All right. Uh, hey, one last question. Uh, when it, uh, Malik Bryant, he's getting ready to make his commitment next month. Where is Alabama sitting with him? Yeah, I think I talked to him yesterday, actually. I think Bama's in a really good spot for him right now. Um, he's still got a few more official visits he's taken. This month, um, before before he announces on July 23rd, but I think they've really kind of set the bar for him. Um, he was on campus for an April visit, then he came back last weekend uh, for a few, couple days uh, to work out and, and hang out on campus again. And uh, it, it just seems like Bama's really standing out to him at this point. Uh, obviously, you know that could change in the month and a half, but I think if today were July 23rd, they're, they're in pretty solid shape. He was talking about how comfortable he feels. On campus, he, he really liked going through the workout with the staff um, and, and kind of getting their coaching. And I think they, they've just done a really good job for him. I think they've probably been the leader for him since uh, since his April visit. So we'll see if these official visits change. Um, anything coming up? You know, Florida uh, is recruiting him hard. Uh, USC is recruiting him hard, um, and, and a few other schools. I think he has top five. But uh, yeah, I think Bama's in good shape right now. All right, Hank, uh, thanks for coming on with us this morning. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you and, and reach out to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, BamaOnline.com, and my Twitter handle is at HankSouth247. All right. Thank you, Hank. Uh, as yep. Once again, yep. and that is Hank South 247 Sports Bama Online Recruiting. Go check him out. Uh, great, great content coming. Uh, because there's a big visit this weekend. So look for some news from those guys uh, as, as you as you look into that, that conversation. Hey, uh, lo- lots of things we can get to uh, this morning, but I do want to circle back real quick as we get ready to get out of here. Circle back on the DT conversation. Curtis Moore said something that may make it, does this make you more likely to say deal or not. He said, don't forget Todd Grantham is our analyst and he loves to stunt. So is that making it more likely that we're going to have more sacks this year but maybe uh, maybe not even just more sacks as a team but also more sacks for Will and DT 2.0? Uh, I think it'll be in. Uh, I'll, have, I'll have to toe the line on this one. It's because how, how much 
he yes, he's an analyst. Yes, he has a lot of experience. But how much will he be in, involved in the in the the way that the game is called and things of that nature? If he's involved heavily, yes, we'll see a lot of it. If he's just more there to learn this year, sit back and observe, I think you'll see a lot of what we've seen in the past. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a lot of what we've seen in the past. He 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 will have some influence, I'm sure, in certain games, but. Um, the, don't be surprised if this ain't uh, Nick Saban giving his buddy a a, a nice landing place that he lands a, a good job because you know there's that Nick Saban connection there. Just FYI for those who may be wondering, <laughs> Nick Saban always helps out those who have been good to him in the past. And hey, he's one of those guys that's unlike Jimbo Fisher. He came back and coached for Nick Saban. Hey, for, for the Martin Houston show. Uh, that's X uh, with X and O Sports. That's Joe Gaither behind the board, brand manager for Top 100.9 and uh, producer extraordinaire and pressing all the right buttons. It's been a beautiful Thursday. Thanks, Hank South. Thanks to all the callers, listeners, viewers, and chatters. We will be back on tomorrow. We'll have a little deal, more deal on a fire sale Friday. Hey, for the Martin Houston Show, I want to remind you, you can trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding. Always acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody. Have a great day. Let's all celebrate and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on US 11 northbound at Domler Benz Boulevard with delays. Traffic signals are out on Skyland at 31st Avenue East and on McFarland at Academy Drive. Get a lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles at no extra cost. From Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. This is Jabari Pruitt from WVUA 23 News in the Town Square News Center. COVID-19 cases are on the rise in Alabama. The CDC is predicting a COVID-19 outbreak this summer, but some health officials are concerned about summer vacations. They also say people overlooking their symptoms could be a major factor in a potential COVID-19 outbreak. West Alabama Works is partnering with DCH for a week-long virtual hiring fair for those interested in the healthcare industry. The job fair runs through June 15th. Some positions earn up to $24 an hour, and many include signing bonuses. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. If you're first time.